The following podcast is an Embassy Row production. What's up, what's up, all my beautiful, fabulous, dominating BBW barrier-breaking women. It's your girl, AJ Andrews, back with another episode of BBW. This week, though, I am going to be diving into more about me, AJ Andrews, because I am talking to all these amazing and outstanding, inspiring women who have been going out there, killing it, knocking down barriers, changing the it is what it is mindset to it is what I make it. And I think this week I'm going to talk about me and my barrier breaking moment. Talk about how I, a barrier breaking woman, am out here also killing the game and just so excited to be able to speak with so many other women that are doing the same. And I think this week is so important and I'm so excited to tell you guys more about myself and my journey and why it is that I wanted to break down barriers, how I was able to break down my first one and why that motivated me to continue to break down more and to not stop until I felt like all the doors that were sealed shut were bursted open because of my efforts. All the doors that were said that not just I couldn't walk through them, but so many other women, whether it's in the sport of softball or in any other sport, tried to tell us what we could and could not do. If I could knock down one door that led to a hundred more to allow other women in sports see that there are other doors that are just waiting to be knocked down, to me, that was a hundred percent my goal and a hundred percent what is still my goal to this day to continue to do. So, going to dive into this barrier breaking woman. AJ Andrews, also your host, your girl of this amazing podcast. I'm going to talk about my mellow win for this week, how I was able to win this week in my melanin, blessed, shining with this beautiful melanin, how I took on the day and any and every challenge that came in front of me. This week, My Mellow Win has 100% to do with just my own personal growth. And I am just so proud of myself and where I have come and the success and the goals that I have been able to reach. You know, I think that so often, at least for myself, I'm always looking to what it is that I want to do next. I achieve something and I give myself maybe, I don't know, 30 minutes where I'm like, ah, AJ, you really did that. You did that, girl. I'm proud of you. And then I move on to the next thing. And that's an easy way to get discouraged, right? That's an easy way to feel like you haven't reached everything that you wanted to reach. And for me, I am so proud of this new mindset that I have been able to adapt to, which is if it comes, let it. And if it goes, let it practicing non-attachment, practicing peace, practicing prosperity, and practicing releasing any and everyone that does not bring those things to me. I call it the three Ps. If you're not bringing in peace, paper, or prosperity to my life, I have no time for it. I'm putting you on pause. And that for me has been something that really has enabled me to grow as a human and to grow as a woman. 
because I've stopped giving attention and giving time to things that were not suited for me or for my best interest. And practicing that non-attachment, practicing not needing anything, but being grateful for all that I had, for me, that is what has allowed me to grow and has allowed me to have so much more abundance in my life, feel more fulfilled and not just in material things or in the different things that I have been able to achieve, but just internally, mentally, spiritually feel so full as it is. I feel like what is for me will simply find me. So if it comes, I let it. And if it goes, I let it. One of my good friends, Harris, he has introduced me into, who's actually also a producer of BBW, introduced me to the saying of lean into it. Because sometimes when opportunities arise, I think we begin to start overthinking and think about, am I really prepared for this? Or if things can feel overwhelming, like, I don't know if I am even ready for this opportunity. I don't know if I'm ready for my life to change this way. I don't know if I'm ready for all these changes to occur. Change is scary. And I remember having a conversation with him about something. I don't even remember what it was, but I will never forget him just telling me, lean into it, AJ. And it just really reminded me of the saying, if it comes, let it lean into it, dive into it and flourish from it. And if it goes, let it, knowing that by this leaving, it is bringing more space for what is truly meant for you. It is allowing more space for the things that are truly supposed to elevate you, your goals, your dreams, and your success. But when it comes, lean into it without second thought, without hesitation, knowing that this is meant for you. Because if it wasn't, it would not be coming to you in this divine right timing. Everything, in my opinion, happens for a reason. And that is my mellow win, growth. Leaning into all of everything that is supposed to be for me and allowing the things that are not to simply go without being sad, without feeling like I am attached to it or without feeling like it's a missed opportunity. Knowing that if it leaves, it was simply allowing for something bigger and something better to come through. My mellow win this week, is growth. And as I dive into myself, this barrier breaking woman, AJ Andrews, I'm going to talk a little bit about how that growth that I have endured throughout time from not just my professional athlete career, but from college and even from when I was an adolescent, I feel like my goals and I feel like my purpose has always been what I am walking into right now, which is to hopefully inspire, motivate, and to be an example of limitless possibilities. That is what I want to be to so many women and especially young Black girls that look to me as someone that they can resonate with and someone that they can see their dreams coming true through me. For me, playing softball, you know, I played a lot of different sports when I was younger and softball was honestly the last sport that I picked up. I played basketball. I played soccer. I ran track. I was a cheerleader. And I was one of those kids. You you introduced me to a sport. I was going to try it. Right. I loved to win. Fun wasn't something that I just wanted to have all the time. I wanted to win. If I didn't win, I wasn't having fun anyway. So I might as well win. You know, I think for me, 
playing softball, it was one of those first sports that I just, I really enjoyed. I enjoyed the camaraderie. I, I had fun, whether we won or lost, which was very, very new to me. But being on softball team, I was always one of, if not the only one, Black softball player on my team. If I wasn't the only one, I was one of maybe at the most three Black athletes on a team. And it was very difficult at times to see what it is that I could be when there isn't anyone that I can look to and say, she looks just like me or she is doing what I'm doing to make me feel like I can go beyond leaps and bounds beyond what it is, just youth sports. And I remember my first encounter where I experienced racism and I experienced someone judging me and I experienced stereotypes and I was no older than shoot 11. And I remember going back and forth with one of the girls on my softball team as girls do. And her dad was actually the coach of the team. And he stopped me and asked me if I felt like I was some sort of thug. And me being 11 or 12 years old at the time, I didn't understand the power behind what he had said, but I knew that it didn't feel right. I felt very sad and very low. And that was my last day on that softball team. I went and told my mom, my mom actually stayed in the parking lot. Typically she drops me off, goes, runs some errands and comes back. But that day she stayed in the parking lot. And I remember going to sit with her and telling her what had happened. And we just drove off. There wasn't any go back to practice. There was, let's leave. And, you know, I remember after that day, kind of feeling like I didn't understand. I didn't know why it was that I was being singled out. I didn't know why it was that he decided to make those statements towards me, but I never made anything like that towards anyone else on the team. You know, it got me thinking about how I want to be someone that people can look to and say, gosh, she is an amazing athlete, not because she is black, but I am an amazing athlete because of the hard work that I put in, right? I am talented, not despite my blackness, but because of my blackness, because of all that I bring that other athletes do not bring whether it is my spark, it is my talent, whether it is what I bring to the field, the excitement I bring to the field. You know, after that day, it became something that it was a goal of mine to showcase that I am someone that you will not find twice. And it has nothing to do with my skin color. It has everything to do with the fact that I am determined to be the best, that I am determined to succeed. And Natasha Watley, who is my idol, Black softball player. She's someone that really allowed me to feel as if I can go anywhere, be anything. Her being an All-American in UCLA, playing on the Olympic team. I, I mean, UCLA was my school that I wanted to go to. It was all the way, I'm from Florida, so all the way across the country, but I wanted to be like Natasha Watley. And through the power that I understand that Natasha had as far as representation, what it is that she boosted for my confidence. While I already was on this goal of proving who it is that I could be, she was the example of, you're absolutely right, AJ. This is exactly what you can do. You're not wrong in thinking that you are exceptional, not despite of your brown skin. 
but because of your brown skin. You are exceptional because of what you bring to the field. You are exceptional because of your talent, your hard work. And someone will not be able to minimize or deplete that by these words, by their stereotypes, or by their hate. You are all of these things. And Natasha Watley is showing you just how much you can truly accomplish in your beautiful brown skin. And so from that and seeing the power of representation that I had just from watching Natasha Watley and the power of representation that I felt throughout my career, being able to want to be like Natasha, I knew that there was so much more to me than just being a great athlete. There was so much more that I could do to impact the lives of young women than just go out on the field and be great. I knew that I could be someone that can change the way someone views themselves. I could be someone that inspired, that motivated and pushed someone to against all the odds, whether it's adversity they're facing, whether it's rude coaches, it's racism, whether it's being the only black athlete on their team, they could look to me and say, well, AJ Andrews did it. So can I. And I think in the sport of softball, I want so many young girls to have the mindset of being too determined to be defeated and to be too focused to be doubtful. Be too determined on what it is that you want to do, on your goals, on the end game, how you're going to get there, to ever let the words of someone that has no idea what you are capable of defeat you and stop you from reaching your purpose. I want young girls to feel too focused in their truth, too focused towards their goals, too focused every single day on how they're going to get better, 1% better, how they're going to reach the levels that they want to reach how they're going to excel and every day focusing on looking to how they can beat yesterday's best, to ever be doubtful, to know that every day that they are achieving one thing after another, that doubt is simply something they do not let into their minds. And I know that the power that I felt from that representation watching Natasha was so strong. And if I could be that for just one girl you have no idea how much the world could change. And you look to me and my barrier breaking moment was becoming the very first woman to ever win a Rawlings Gold Glove. And for those that don't know what that is or the significance of it, in Major League Baseball, Rawlings Gold Glove is given to the best defenders in all of baseball. And so there's the best right fielder, best center fielder, best pitcher, defensive pitcher, catcher, so on and so forth. And so it's given to American League and a National League player. And so nine are given total. And in softball, only one was given. So you had to be the best softball defender, period. And I was that first woman to knock down that barrier in softball. For 59 years, that award had only been given to baseball players. For 59 years prior to me winning in 2016, only young boys had the goals and the aspirations of being a gold glover. And it wasn't until I won that gold glove that I hope and I believe that so many young girls can add winning a gold glove to their list of things that they wanted to achieve in their careers. And from that barrier breaking moment, people always ask me how I felt about it. And while it was an amazing experience, while it was something that I'll never forget, I'm so excited for for myself. I am just so proud 
of the fact that someone somewhere in the world that looks like me is sitting and saying, I am going to be the next gold glover like A.J. Andrews. Because just that power, that conviction, that confidence in that young girl's voice, not only is she going to achieve that goal, but she's going to achieve every other goal that she set out to do because she believed that she could just by watching me do so. And that is what meant the world to me. The fact that after that day, when you write down your goals or you make your vision board, somebody added a gold glove to that that maybe had never thought of that before. And that is the power of representation. That is the power of breaking barriers. And that is the power that I have seen and I have felt being able to talk to these amazing barrier-breaking women that come on my podcast every single week. After talking with these women, you know, I wanted to create this podcast. It all started a few years ago when I was able to host Unapologetic, the Black Female Athlete on ESPN, where I got to speak with some of the most elite Black women in sport. And we all just got to talking and the conversation about the different experiences that Black women have in sport that a lot of our white counterparts just simply don't experience or sometimes don't even realize. It was an opportunity to hear a new perspective, to understand a new perspective, and to hopefully be able to be better supporters of those individuals, of these Black women in sports. And I remember sitting and talking with these women. I talked with Simone Manuel, Ibtahaj Muhammad, Layla Ali, Misty Copeland. These are exceptional women in the sport. These are barrier-breaking women through and through. Asia Wilson, WNBA. And I remember just sitting there and thinking, wow, we are all from different places, different religions, different backgrounds, different experiences. We play different sports and we all share some of these same exact experiences being Black women in sport. And whether it be having to go around racism, having to make ourselves look more presentable or softer, right, for media coverage, for people to want to talk about us and celebrate us more, for us to be able to get the flowers that we deserve, what it is that we have to do, the differences in people that can do our, just our makeup, right? I mean, it's having someone that knows how to do makeup for Black women, knows how to do Black hair. And sometimes going to these different shoots, these experiences where we don't always have that. And, you know, making these different things accessible for these women. And I remember feeling like these are the best women in sport. <laughs> when you think of these specific sports, these are the women that come to mind, whether it's boxing, ballet, track and field, swimming. Like these are the women that you think of. And yet they are still fighting for that recognition. They are breaking barriers left and right. And yet they still have to speak to the experiences that they had to overcome in order to get to where they are today. Sometimes experiences that we don't even realize or that maybe sometimes we ignore. And I wanted those stories to stop being ignored. I wanted those situations to be uplifted, to be celebrated, those experiences to be talked about more, those women that broke those barriers, to hear the stories of how they broke the barriers, not just of their amazing feats, right, of their accomplishments, but how they did it in their melanin, how they mellow one in their melanin 
and how they were able to not just break down barriers, but break through adversity, break through doubt, break through people saying what they can and cannot do, breaking through the media, trying to make them look a certain way or be a certain way and how it is that they were able to still succeed, triumph and set standards and break records despite the individuals, the people, or the organizations that try to keep them down simply because of the melanin that is in their skin. And I remember leaving so inspired after talking to these women. And I just felt like more people should hear and it should be longer, right? 30 minutes, it was a 30 minute show. It's not enough to really dive into these women's lives, to really see how they became who they are and how they handled these situations. Because I know that there's so many young girls that are looking to them as the answer. They're experiencing hardships, adversities, and they want to know how it is that Missy Copeland got through that so that I can do the same, right? I know she did it, but how? How did she do it? Because I need to know so that I can do it. I also remember over this past year, with all the social injustice taking place and me using my platform to speak to it, I had so many messages and DMs from parents and from young girls about how it is the words that I'm saying have helped them. They've asked me for advice on different situations that they've been going through. The parents messaging me and telling me, can you please remind my daughter that she is worthy to be a great softball player? She's the only one on her team and she's struggling right now. And it just broke me to my core to have to read those things. But it also, (laughs) it just shined up what my purpose was once again. And it was to make these young girls feel confident about being confident, about loving the skin that they're in and knowing that they can shine with that melanin. I mean, the sun, the sun glistens on our melanin. I wanted these young girls to be proud of it. Those are the reasons why I wanted to start this podcast so that we can see and we can hear these amazing women and how they're able to break down those barriers and also give a hand and inspiration to the next generation who are also looking to do the same. You know, I think when it comes down to not just being athletes, but just people in general, hearing inspiring stories, hearing how these women overcame so much adversity and knocked down barriers, broke records, became the first ever Being able to understand and see how women are able to do that, it enables us and gives us this strength and this desire to understand that no matter how hard as we have right now, we too can get through it and become the next inspiration, the next barrier breaking woman. I think as women, we already have it tough having to compete against these men and having to just just asking, demanding what it is that we deserve And then you add also being a woman of color on top of that. And, you know, it's twofold, the difficulties, the struggles, but beautiful brown skin, women of color. We are all worthy. We all deserve it. And we are all barrier breaking women. And I am so excited to be able to talk with and tell the stories of the women that have inspired me. So I so hope, I hope also inspires all of you barrier-breaking women. Every single woman that listens to this podcast is a barrier-breaking woman, right? Being able to say, I deserve this. I demand this. Not just because I'm capable, not because I'm worthy, because I've worked for it. 
because I am actually probably overqualified for this position. And I hope through the confidence and through the stories that you guys hear from this podcast, you are so inspired to take on any and everything that comes in your way or tries to stop you from your success. I think as women so often, people, society, they try to bury us, try to keep us quiet, try to stop our growth and our success. But whenever someone tries to bury you, I want you to remember that you are a seed. And while it may seem like a setback to everyone else, you're down there, you're learning, you're working, you are focused, and you are about to sprout up and become a tree. They buried me, but they did not know I was a seed. You had no idea what those words that you thought were negative, how it is that they motivated me, how it is that you are handing me the tools I need to knock down this barrier. And maybe you didn't hand it to me, but you sure did strengthen it, right? I am fired up and I am ready to go. I hope and I want from my experiences, being a barrier breaking woman, being someone that's continuing to move toward my goals. I always think when I move toward my goals, think big with my goals, but think small with my progress. Because every single day I am making an impact, whether it is on someone else, whether it is on myself, or whether it is just me picking piece by piece on this world, making an impact. I and making impact every single day. And while it may seem small in the moment, uh, the small things are how the big things happen. Doing something small every single day is how the big moments arise, those opportunities come forward. And that is truly what it is that I am working towards every single day. I know that life, success, opportunities, and barrier-breaking moments all begin at the end of our comfort zone. I have gotten rid of my comfort zone, honestly, this past year. From being able to speak my truth to how I feel through social injustice, seeing friends and teammates that I thought would always have my back turn a blind eye, and me speaking to that, right? I no longer was going to suppress my voice for someone else's comfort, no more. And I wanted to hear the stories, and I still wanna hear the stories, I'm so excited to continue to hear the stories of the women that didn't sit quietly. Rarely do well-behaved women make history. So whether it is speaking your truth, living your truth, or going out and doing what you know you are destined to do, you are breaking a barrier. You are living in your truth unapologetically, authentically, which is going to inherently give someone else the confidence to do the same. All of us women are barrier breaking women. We are all confident beings if we just believe it and we just lean into that confidence. Do not allow yourself to second guess who you are as an individual because you are a barrier breaking woman. And you get to this point if it comes, let it. The opportunities. And if they go, let it. And that goes for friends, that goes for family, that goes for situations. When you are living authentically in your truth, you will find that everything that is supposed to be for you will find you. It is meant for you and it will seek you out. You don't have to seek for it anymore. When you are a barrier breaking woman, just like all of you are that are listening to this podcast, and all of these amazing women are that come on this podcast. You are someone that 
is living to show the world and you're doing everything to show the world that you are capable of anything. And I mean anything. The only limits that we have in this world as women, as women of color, are the limits that we place on ourselves. And I want all of you berry breaking women to know that we are limitless. Stand in that truth, live in that truth, be that berry breaking woman that you are. And I hope throughout this podcast, the days where you feel like you're doubting that, you can go back and listen to someone that you resonate with, or just listen to any one of these amazing women, these inspirational women's stories, and feel inspired to take on the day and to take on your challenge and turn it into a victory. I am so excited to continue to talk to these amazing women, continue to have you all listen to my barrier-breaking journey where I am now focused and have the goal of making sure so many young girls feel limitless, can see me, and I am an example of that and the power of representation. Before I jump off, I want to tell you another story that really kind of stuck with me was when a mom, after one of my softball games, Black woman and her daughter came up to me and told me, AJ, you are my daughter's favorite player. And I had a terrible game. And I just remember thinking, oh no, I mean, you definitely have the wrong person. I just had probably one of the worst games I've ever played. And the young mother said to me, she said, no, my daughter has has never been able to see someone play at this level. And when she saw you, she said, mommy, she looks like me. So you will forever be my daughter's favorite player. You know, thinking of that moment, it can almost bring tears to my eyes because it's so powerful to understand that it's not about your performance. It's not about what you do on that field. It's not how many hits I had. It's not how many people I threw out. It was simply me showing up that made all the difference. All she saw was herself when she looked at me. I can do what she's doing. That's the power of representation. That's the power of barrier breaking women. That's the power of this podcast and all the amazing women that come on showing the next generation that I too can do that. It doesn't matter what she's won. It doesn't matter what she's doing. All that matters is that she showed up. And by showing up, she's already knocking at the barriers. And then through her success, she's breaking them down. All of us are barrier breaking women. And just want this to be a reminder that whenever someone closes a door on you, you stay focused. You keep working until you can come back and buy the whole building. Catch you guys on the next episode of Barrier Breaking Women. Mm-hmm.